0: Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. What up, Madusians? Madusets? Madusies? madus do de do 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 you said duty a bunch. I did. I was trying to find something that I liked and I couldn't. That's the story of my life. Yeah. You know, it's like you want a thing, you look around, maybe it looks good in the store, but then you're like, I should really, I should really get this, but maybe I don't want to get it. And you like not to get it. And then you go home and then you wanted it. So you go back and then you buy it and then you get it home and you're like, oh no, it's way too big here. It looked okay in the store, but man, it's way too big here. And uh, so then you take it back for the second time, and you return it, and you're like, maybe I'll just take a smaller one, but you don't want that one either. And then you just end up, like, leaving it there and running out crying. Yeah. And then you sit by the levee for four hours drinking a whole bottle of Jack Daniels.
1: That's a lot of Jack Daniels.
0: I mean, it's over four hours. Well, still. Still and then you're like i don't know what i want to do with my life and then you're like well maybe i will be a bus driver they make more money than i currently make at my job and then you're like hey there's nothing wrong with bus drivers like don't be
1: a condescending piece of shit I'm just, i just like, i just feel like after a bottle of jack daniels you're you're, you're far too cogent in your arguments well no this i'm yourself. i'm giving you the whole 4 hours okay so, so this, this is, is just kinda, this well, is really what i'm still I just like. remember my in my wayward whiskey days back in the day and i feel like I probably got to where I could drink a bottle of it, but I usually the bad things happened, and that's why I stopped drinking. it so Yeah, much. I mean, there, you don't bottles have, a lot.
0: You're you're not a man with many like
1: rules. It's like right? some William Faulkner shit. Yeah, drinking yeah. a bottle of whiskey in four hours. That's and 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 I feel like one of the and rules then fall, getting a horrible burn on your body because you fall asleep in the like standing up in the bathroom and <laughs> fall against a radiator, but you're too drunk to wake up and you burn yourself. Did William Fogner do that? Yes. Wow. When he was like writing a screenplay in LA. Oh <laughs> boy. Wow. 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 Yeah. He was uh, like I think screenplays he still got drunk. When he was writing books, he would not drink. But right. then every time he finished a, a book, he would basically tell his family, like, Roust me in two months. And then he would just <laughs> get shit-faced for two months. And if it was warm out, he would drink whiskey. And if it was cold out, he would drink gin. Or no, strike that other way. If it was more Mount Gin, cold out whiskey, he would drink like a bottle, a quart some of the day. I can't wow. remember, somewhere in uh, there. Uh, yeah. Man, that just seems like work.
0: That's like taking yep. drinking to a level that's almost work. Yeah. And yeah. He,
1: it's weird that he and Hemingway didn't get along so well, considering how good they were at drinking. Maybe they just met each other at the yeah. wrong place. Although Hemingway would drink all the time where Faulkner would be like, I can be professional. I cannot drink while I'm working on this book. Yeah. But after that, I'm not gonna be professional again until my family tracks me down when it's time to write another book. There's something sweetly Midwestern about that, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Sweetly Midwestern about like I'm gonna. You'd also like not wander off you or get into that when he would like Rent a room somewhere, usually, and just stay there for the two months. And uh, so I think that if shit got fucked up, you didn't have to worry about it. But at the same time, you'd be like, they know where to find me if there's an emergency or if it's been however long I told them to let me drink myself half to death. So are you a Faulkner or a Hemingway, listeners?
0: Let us know. Double deuce, hashtag double deuce, Faulkner, or hashtag Hemingway. Uh, We want to know what you are. Yeah. Like, do you drink all the time, or do you occasionally take breaks to write novels?
1: That's why I named that. I invented a drink one time. It was down at the Pig, and it was called the Unvanquished, and it was a gin and tonic with you know some lime in it, and then they would also dump in a little bit of the cherry juice, and it tasted like a cherry limeade, and I called it the Unvanquished because it was gin in the summertime, and the Unvanquished is is the is the book that Faulkner wrote about the Civil War. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Literary cocktails with mm-hmm. Nelson. It was, it was about the the inherent violence in the like gentlemanly idea of what the South was. How it was an inherently violent institution, basically. So a lot of the not a lot of actual Civil War happening. It was just kind of the effects of it. Can I make- That's where the bear is from. That famous fairly long short story. Faulkner is about the dog. The, right the, when they go hunting, that that dies saving them from the bear. Um, c-
0: can I can I can I make an embarrassing uh, admission? Yes, I ha- I have not read
1: Faulkner. I I've read a bunch because um, I took a lot of English classes throughout gra- undergrad and grad. But I, in, in particular, I took a Hemingway and Faulkner class, and that's where I read a shit. That's where I read the Unvanquished gotcha. was in that class because that's not <laughs> it's not one of the. Not one of the huge hits. It's I just a, yeah, it's like six or to eight short stories. I can't remember. Yeah.
0: It's one of those things like I always short stories. I, I know I should
1: read it, but it always one of those things that seems he, like work. He, it is a little bit of work, I will say, because it is still where like I think Hemingway is creating a more pared down modernist like idea of writing, and they're kind of contemporary. In a way, he's still writing more of a last century stylistically, but he's taking it; he's giving it more uh, modern sensibility behind that. But the presentation feels a little bit older. It's well done, but it's it can be a little dense. He can also, like, I mean, Sound of the Fury is not a simple thing to like parse through necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. He he would play around with things. So yeah, I I like him, but he is more work. Um, he's not like Joyce work, but he's in that like I feel like he he's hard to just read and breezily enjoy necessarily. Yeah, yeah. but he's good. because he's, uh, he's sober when he's
0: writing it. unlike, yes. unlike Hemingway. I-
1: yeah, he was <laughs> just drunk most of the time, but not, but but still pulling through. Yeah, he was partying. He was still like okay to be around usually especially if you caught him before probably a certain point at, at night or the day as he got older. I used to, when I used to ride
0: uh, drive safe ride back in a, <laughs> back in a day in the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, I, uh, I would take this one gal, uh, from one of the downtown bars, usually Harbor. Sometimes it was Louise's, uh, but she was, a, she was an older student. I think she may have been a grad student. I'm not sure, but she was a writer. And she would always tell me the same stories about how writers were all drunks. And so she was really wanting to, to be a good writer. So in order she to be a good writer, try she'd try to drink more. Yeah. And, and what was hilarious is she would she would always tell me the same story. And I, she must have gotten – I mean, I can't imagine I was the only, like, driver that gave her a lift to her mm-hmm. place. So I think she – you know, the fact that I gave her so many lifts was a testament to her sort of getting it done in this. Um, yeah. But I do wonder what happened to her from time to time because – she would get drunk and talk about great writers and, and yeah. uh, you know, she was pleasant to have a conversation with uh, and I hope she finally wrote something and didn't uh, die of,
1: you know, sort of liver failure. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever you are, we hope you're listening now and wish you the best. Yeah, yeah. I uh, do feel uh, like there was a, I watched that, like a, the Ken Burns Hemingway documentary that was pretty good but I did feel like there was kind of a somewhat terrifying and I don't remember who it was. It was is a fucking famous writer, but she was talking about kind of with Hemingway and when he was losing at the end, because he like was struggling to write where she talked about in her experience, all the writers who like fueled their work with alcohol, that, that it it is, it's like, she explained in a way, the way, the way that like star Wars will explain like the dark side. It was like, it, it makes the work easier, but the problem is sooner or later, like you need it. And then it abandons you like after a while, like everyone who drinks to write at a certain point finds that they are now too much of an alcoholic for it to work anymore. And they can't get into that space anymore. It's no longer an access to a slightly liminal space where the creativity seems to come more easily. It like is just a thing your body needs in an, in a addictive way. And it no longer grants you that it, it gets you normal as opposed to getting you to the place you want to get to. It gets you back to, a, a weird livability. If you st- don't drink too far past that, even more or less, yeah. And so yeah. she was like, "That's that's what killed him, basically." And she's like, "I've seen it happen to a bunch of people." Damn. And I was like, "That's terrifying."
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really makes you question, mm-hmm. you know, your your choices to be an alcoholic writer because
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you're like, ah, how like much "Lady, where I were you?" Yeah, yeah. I was a yeah. teenager. <laughs> 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 I thought this was to, what we were supposed to do. I mean, it's certainly part of the culture, isn't it, mm-hmm. of the writing culture? There's certainly, like, a lot of, like, celebration of of uh, drunken shenanigans. And same way in a the theater, you know, with, the, mm-hmm. with the, all of those uh, those British actors who were all slossed all the time.
1: Yeah, which I feel it's, a, it's again, a similar, but at the same time, I feel like it's easier to power through when you're just remembering and saying the things, especially the things you've done a lot of times when yeah. you're, like, yeah. that level of actor and you've probably done all these plays before. Yeah, it goes into your lizard brain a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're someone who was good
0: at learning lines. Are you? Uh, are you an alcoholic novelist? Let us mm-hmm. know. Hashtag DD or actor. I'm a drunk actor slash writer, or maybe both. That's a long hashtag. Yeah, work on it. We'll workshop it. We'll put a pit in it and workshop it. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm writing a novel right now. I say novel. It's not a novel. I'm co- I'm compiling working a bunch stuff. of stuff. Facebook posts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm working on. You're, that. you're working on a book. I'm working on a book. It's a collection of mm-hmm. Facebook posts that you know, I, during COVID, I started referring to my, my kiddo Ali as, as my coworker because mm-hmm. he was the only other person around. And it kind of stuck. And so it's a collection and from 2019 to 20, to a, well, to present. Uh, funny co-worker stories. And I'm going to throw some, some nice. pictures in there and, and nice. uh, hopefully it'll be good. But yeah, it took about... Uh, took about uh, basically, one one cool thing you may not know, you can uh, download all of your Facebook posts if you want to. It's very easy to do. Um, the only problem is it takes forever to download them because uh, it
1: it doesn't move very fast. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think mine, it's got to um, be a shitload. It was a shitload for me. Cause There's a lot of pictures too I, that it's probably... Yeah, about yeah. With, and actually the way.
0: pictures, because it saves pictures at, at, at really, like, low res, uh, they're not huge files, so that actually didn't take as long as the the, the text, because, of mm-hmm. course, the first several years of Facebook was primarily text. It was much harder to get pictures
1: on there, and yeah. uh, now
0: it's uh, now it's a little bit of both.
1: The well, uh, nice thing is then you know, like, oh, it's from that, you can go find the, the picture posted directly and get the better copy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the point is, uh, I'm gonna have a book out soon. Uh, well, I'm probably gonna self-publish it, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, I just feel like it's I don't. Coming.
1: I mean, how do you tell,
0: approach a publisher with that? Like, let me give you a bunch of Facebook posts. I feel like you could, you
1: know, you could give it a go, but it might, it might almost work better if you do a little self-publishing and it's selling a little and yeah, yeah give yeah, it a little. It, then you got like a here. Here's what it looks like me publishing it. Yeah, and if it gets juice, then you yeah. know, if it gets juice, See, are people talking know. about it? Then yeah, yeah. then to, to put more out, you can look to look to get some folks I think that'd be that's that sounds like a good idea. Especially too, it's like you've done all that in some ways free work on the Why, internet. Why right. not? It, and it's gotten a lot of engagement. People people enjoy those. I enjoy yeah. them. Yeah. So might might as well like get a little something. Get a little something. And and uh, I yeah. will tell
0: you that with with the pictures and the posts, and this mm-hmm. is just the ones that are primarily
1: about the coworker. It's 110 pages. So yeah. it is that's not a a small about. No, it's good. It's good. Because they're, they're they're posts. They're not like dense pages of facts. Right. No, There's no. pictures. So, sometimes just... it's like two lines on a page. Yeah. yeah. But that's but th- that's enough. That's a book hundred yeah. plus pages. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. book. I, I mean, I think it would be something people would enjoy, or at least my family would enjoy. We'll see what happens. I feel like. I mean, the, the question, I guess, will be kind it like because I bet you can sell some of those here in town. Oh, I'm, th- I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You can move some of them books. I think that there will be. I, some, I feel, feel be like if, for it And I feel like where it's also a. Uh, it, it's a somewhat universal thing that a lot of people are going to relate to, but at the same time, it's a funny thing for yeah. them to enjoy. Well, that's where I think the COVID tie-in,
0: and I don't want to yeah. hit it over the head with COVID. No, this, but, but
1: but a little bit of like that's where it comes. That's where this started. Yeah, and now it's yeah. it's a thing that I do because I, I that's a good explainer for where it comes from. I did but, leave in a
0: few COVID posts because mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of interesting, like you know, to set the stage for like this is the time when we didn't know what the fuck was going on or how long it was going to last or what was going to happen and thought we might never get to hang out with our families again and you know we didn't really know a lot and it was all moving really quickly and here was one little thing that I could hold on to during all of that and so that uh reclaim
1: that content yes hashtag reclaim
0: that content and I encourage you all to do the same. Also, it's a little sad how much you know free content you give away. Yeah, you know, I have. I, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm a heavy Facebook user. Like, I get into yeah. it. It's my sort of, um, it's my kind of vehicle.
1: Instagram, just images,
0: doesn't really do it for me. I like words too much.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like there are some people who will then, because I feel like Harmon turned Instagram into what his Twitter used to be, kind of, but <laughs> right. with like more right. pictures. Right. They'll have some long written out posts. They remind me of text threads he used to do, but I feel like for the most part, it is just like a picture and like a sentence. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, mm-hmm. good times. Good times. So I yeah. got that going for
1: me. And then I started playing
0: Starfield on Game Pass, which is- So you yeah, haven't been
1: doing as much book work?
0: No Well, I mean, I've been trying to alternate it. I do like this It's thing. your reward. Yeah. I do like 30 minutes of writing, 30 mm-hmm. minutes of work, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, 30 minutes of game. And um, if I can get stick to thirty minutes a game, it, it ebbs yeah. up a little. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you can, you know,
1: as long as you're getting some of that work in there too. Yeah, I like Starfield. I think it's fun. I'm looking forward to like we were talking before. I'm, I'm not. I think that's a a Christmas a Christmas time purchase. Yeah.
0: Um, it, it is weird though. It's, I'm like. I think I'm 18 hours into it, and I feel like I barely scratched the surface of all the things I can do. I bet. Uh, It is uh, an intense, big world, well, universe, galaxy experience. So, um, that's something, but it's a, it's a good time. I hear
1: good things so far.
0: It, there's a, an ever so so I've been playing a lot of Skyrim, mm-hmm. uh, just because I, I love me some Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the you know, it's, it's not like the graphics have taken such a huge leap forward, but there is a lot more attention yeah. to like motion and, and
1: motion. The, capture. And that's like I feel like Skyrim has got like a real high quality, especially the like, like remastered versions they did yeah. subsequent, but at the same time, some of the motion you still catch like glitch or lag from time to time, or that's where it can get a little uncanny Valley with the, uh, the look of it. Yeah. When motion introduces, are they, have they fine tuned some of that? They did. Starfield? And you can, and they've done like, you there's know, probably also a lot of places you're going that are more like deserty and Rocky <laughs> as opposed to like lush forest right. where there's a lot less motion. happening. Um, there,
0: uh, th- Wherein, whereas, you know, in, in Skyrim, the, the mouth would move along with mm-hmm. what the people were saying, but the rest of the face was relatively placid. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've introduced some kind of eye like some eye movement and some forehead movement and some uh, cheek movement. It's, it just gives it that extra little level of, right of detail, which is pretty cool. Um, it, it, it feels a little more realistic. I feel like they that might have thrown a
1: little bit of that into like Elder Scrolls Online, but I don't think that much. I think yeah. they might have done a few eye things, yeah. some eye moves here and there, here, but
0: and also they've got like the ai like at one point i was shooting this dude and he was real hurt and instead of just sitting there waiting for me to pop him like uh, the like you know skyrim mm-hmm. uh, he's like fuck and he runs off <laughs> and i'm like good you know this is uh, this i like this so, like, so, like great Theft so, auto ai
1: where they might water a situation but like this is bad <laughs> yeah yeah like, like
0: the ai knows mm-hmm. when it's time to like take off and regroup and i thought that was pretty pretty cool too
1: it's good it's learning Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But it
0: so far it is uh, it is a lot of fun. You know, I I I am a sucker for the for the fantasy vibe of like a Skyrim of the Elder Scrolls, and
1: I like that. But I like a space one too. That's that's up there as well. So I
0: do like that. It's not like multi uh, aliens. You know, it's, it's all it's humans in space. Mm-hmm. There are like xenophobes they're, they're not xenophobes they're, they're, I'm sure there are xenophobes <laughs> xenomorphs <but> xenomorphs yes <laughs> there are xenomorphs
1: in there mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and so you've got some so you run into them but they aren't like an established Right, big part of society at least. Even if are they known, some of them, or is it all like we're discovering new aliens? Well,
0: here's let me. I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, no, don't give too I'm much away. But I, but I'd be
1: interested. Like, what's the world look like as you start?
0: So when you're starting, what I'm when I'm figuring what I'm starting to figure out is first of all I'm exploring and trying to get pieces of an alien artifact mm-hmm. that's uh, real, real old. But uh, in the process of doing that, I found out that that basically both the factions are like. Two, three factions. Yeah, because um, Bethesda loves its factions. Bethesda, um, that's the one. <laughs> um, they love their factions. So there's like the the United Colonies and the and the, the, the the free 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 something guys, or the sort of um, Freestar Collective is the other one. And then there's like the Serpent Cult, which is like a religious group that I think they're going to be your big bad guys, right? I think they're they're uh, we're going to see more of them in the future, but. Early on, you learn that what's happening is, like, colonies are getting established, and then within, like, uh, four months, five months, they'll get an attack of these things out of okay. nowhere, right? Nobody
1: knows how it happens. What kind of things again?
0: Like xenomorphs, okay,
1: like these kind of bug things, okay, and, uh, alien bug based ones. Yeah, I was right. about to say, like, what kind of xenomorphs are we talking about? We're talking about your, your standard kind of bug. Kind of, thing kind of a Starship Troopers-ish. A little Starship Troopers-y, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And, um... I killed one, a mm-hmm. terror morph, and they all acted like I fucking did something really good. So I think, you oh, know. Right. you're a hero. Yeah, it's like when you kill the dragon in Skyrim. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that, you're that really jazzes it. them
1: up. It does. They're like, hey, this is They're no like, ordinary. holy shit.
0: But you know what I do like? Not about only did,
1: did we think the dragons didn't exist anymore, but this guy killed one. <laughs> what, I, what I also love about You it know, if is, somebody uh, killed the dragon when I was at Dylan's, I'd be like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that was the right thing. I feel like, though, you would know. Like, that dragon was flying around, like, burning people. Like, yeah. there's guards that die. It's, it's yeah. not like it's not like a Pete's dragon where he's just chilling, going fishing or something, and someone just runs up, like, and hacks Ted off of the sword. So <laughs> then I'd be like, whoa, Why? He was so nice.
0: <laughs> you know what I want to see now, though? A <laughs> yeah. uh, dragon's of Dylan's calendar. Yeah. I, uh, Dylan's... It's
1: not enough. Dragons. You need to put one out. You need to put one more out. more dragons first. Work on your dragons first. Don't get the the dragon in fr- the ca- calendar in front of the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Unless you get a really hot dragon that can carry a bunch of months. Well, Don't just I mean, get like a one-piece piece dragon I mean, can't carry a whole calendar. I was
0: really with you till the hot dragon part, and now I'm kind of like...
1: Well, I'm and, just saying, like, it, they... It, I've seen zero dragons there, and we're talking about making a calendar for all the dragons. Yeah. These okay. are hypothetical dragons. Top five things that make a dragon hot. Okay. Um, the eyes. Okay. The voice. Okay. The cakes. Okay. The the vibes. Right. And the horde. We <laughs> never forget the horde. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they say. You saying? want a dragon with money. <laughs> you want a dragon with a big horn. There's no reason. Yeah. If if he's a poor dragon, <laughs> then he's not a very good dragon. And move along. That's not the dragon for you. If you don't have a horde, then don't be messing with him.
0: Girl, don't go
1: with no dragon with no huge horde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be huge. Respect they need a respectable horde for their age category of dragon, you yeah. know? Are they an ancient dragon and they don't have a horde? Ooh. Something's wrong there. Four life
0: choices. Yeah, the like,
1: best. Like they should have signed a prenup at least. Best case, or yeah. like, or someone kicked them out of their horde and then they can't be a provider or a protector. Then like well, why are you with a dragon? Some dwarfs or something. Yeah.
0: That was well timed.
1: Yeah. Then, then why are you with a dragon? <laughs> yeah. No, it's there's very. And again, like that's that's what I want to see. Like half of those pictures have to be spread out on the horde. At You're least gonna have, I feel like there's a bunch on the horde. Right. There's some coming in, coming out of a pool. Uh huh. There's some flying. Right. And then there's some that they're just having fun. What What is, What do you think is sexiest about Dragon Eyes? No, it's it's, it's a look. It's, yeah. it's a you know it, it all ties together again. I feel like my... it's a, it's a each of those things I gave you is a component, and like, right. they all feed off each other. Right. Yeah.
0: I did not anticipate that this is where this episode would go.
1: Me neither. But here's where we are. Here's where we are. The hottest dragons in town, and what are they buying at Dylan's? It's also a Dylan's calendar, so a few of those months would have to do them shopping. Right, right. Well, and I'll have coupons. Probably so. about three, like two to three of each of those categories. At least get it for the coupons. Some coupons. Yeah, then dragons then, like fire sauce. They like. Here's the thing: they are famously stingy. They don't want to, to to spend their hoard. They want to amass it. So they're looking for coupons to save some money on their purchases. Keep that hoard tight, like high and tight, or, or <laughs> loose, high and loose. You're spending low and tight. Now I'm thinking of a dragon
0: just resting on a whole horde of
1: Dylan's coupons. Well, I mean, I, well, you probably get someone to clip them for you. Drawls. They famously are... They're, they're job creators, dragons, a lot of the time. Are they? They got people helping to, like... Because they don't want to have to, like, get out of bed off the horde to, like, defend the, the lair every time. So you got, like, other guys to help defend the lair, and so, like, if it's something that's a big enough issue to, like, get through those guys, or bypass those guys, then you gotta be ready to defend the Horde. And the family. Now I'm thinking about orcs clipping coupons. Yeah. Again, I feel like you want that dragon to be a good provider and a good protector. The way we were on the the group chat yesterday, we were, like, there's been all the commentary about how everyone wants to fuck Louie's dad these days. Mm-hmm. And there was a meme equating '70s Fox Robin Hood to Bluey's dad, and we were discussing it in depth. In depth on the group chat. In
0: depth and hot and nasty. Yep. Is, is what I would say. Well,
1: he's Bluey's dad. He's gonna get hot and nasty. <laughs> I'm guessing. Here's the thing. I haven't even seen any of the. It's there's a. It's but it's. Parents. It's a lot of parents. I feel like it, the only reason that Bluey's dad isn't like destroying the Zeitgeist with his fuckability is because only parents are really that aware of Bluey's dad. Yeah. And why he's so darn fuckable. Yeah. Well, I I was horrified. They need I, to have like some, like a Bluey movie or like some right. some primetime specials. Primetime specials. Just to get yeah. the, the world at large to know how fuckable this, this dog dad is. Get on it, Bluey people. <laughs> You've you, you landed on the. You're hitched up to a fuckability train riding into town in style. Two, two. Double deuce. Get, get a couple dragons to pull that train.
0: Oh, man. We can't call it the fuckability train episode, can we?
1: Probably not. We should. Yeah. We should do a lot of things. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad. This outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also,
0: you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com.